There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 619. I hope you guys had a happy new year. You're all jazzed up and ready for 2015 because the calendar is how we delineate (laughs) changes and progress in our life. And then we can all live extra rad for like three weeks and then just settle back into our default setting in February. Well, hopefully we don't do that. Let's really make... Let's... uh, I'm about to break into like a high school... uh, uh, inspirational speech where one of you starts slow clapping and then everyone that's like, yeah, he really worked hard on this speech. Let's give him a little something. But I hope you had a nice new year and I hope you're uh, excited for 2015. You know, maybe just write down some stuff that, uh, that you want to accomplish this year and a couple ways that you think you might be able to do that. Even if you think it's totally far-fetched, just try it, try it, see what happens. Just see what happens. Um, I'm starting the fun, comfortable tour. We'll be actually, we'll be back at uh, 11.30 p.m. for At Midnight, which I know is a little confusing, but it's because Colbert left and where Larry Wilmore is not taking over for a couple weeks. So starting January 5th, At Midnight will be on at 11.30 p.m., but just for two weeks. And in other time-shifting news, um, Walking Dead returns February 8th at 9 p.m., and then just for that night, uh, Talking Dead will be at 11 because the premiere of Better Call Saul is they're, they're sandwiching in, that in between Walking Dead and Talking Dead at 10 p.m. And then Saul will move into its regular time slot of Monday nights. But uh, obviously very excited for Saul. Super thrilled for Odenkirk and, uh, and for Vince Gilligan. And just as a Breaking Bad fan, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how the show turned out. They said it was a lot more dramatic. Bob said it was much more dramatic than he thought it would be. So, uh, yeah, Talking Dead February 8th. Just that night, 11 p.m., and then we'll be back to our regular time of 9 and 10 for Walking Dead and Talking Dead. This, uh, oh, and then I was about to talk about the Fun Comfortable Tour. Funcomfortabletour.com, and see where the dates are. I'm talking about myself way too much. This episode is Kate Walsh, uh, who is insanely funny. Um, super, super, super huge improv background, but you might have seen her on, uh, I don't know, Grey's Anatomy or Private Practice, or she was just on a show called Bad Judge. Uh, and... This is kind of embarrassing. I'm sort of at the point with that midnight where we've done so many episodes that I don't remember all of them anymore. And so, like, sort of, sort of near the beginning of the podcast, I go, "Oh, you should be on at midnight." And she was like, "I was," and I was like, "Oh, uh huh, right." But uh, the truth is, all the episodes blur together to me. But uh, Kate is geniusly funny, and you should follow her uh, at Kate Walsh on Twitter, and of course, listen to this episode of the Nerdist Podcast number six nineteen. Uh, first episode of 2015. Woohoo! Three Liberty Bells. Uh, here's Kate Walsh. Now entering Nerdist.com.
all the night? And no, I think I'm having some weird allergy attack. Oh, like poor my puss. my eyes have been puffy for the last like week, and my head has been hurting. And I thought it was I thought I needed contacts, but I think I think I'm allergic. I think it's like a weird seasonal thing. Or it's a face tumor or a brain tumor. It or could something. be something pressing on your optic nerve. You're probably going to go blind soon. Which no, actually, don't. no. I I got a call from a friend Sunday night who's like, uh, his wife woke up with no eyesight. <gasps> and you're like, that sounds impossible. That's like, and then thank God, are we recording? Y- yes. Okay, but she's. I think things she's on the men, but that you have to rule out. Like everything, but she said, like, oh, I've got blurry, I'm having a little migraines here and there, and da da da, and then yeah. boom. So hmm. it is a crazy world. We could die at any moment. And the end. Until- <laughs> Sleep tight. And yes, best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. And you're all going to be fine. Probably not, but. Probably you not. No. Well, eventually it Eventually. Be- <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually. Eventually. It's not going to yeah, work out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but don't worry about that now. Don't worry about that now. Because right now, you know, we got. Except for your friend who's lost her vision. But no, other than that, no. like, everything's totally. Mm-hmm. You know, the weather's coming back. And it's you feel very I mean, and this is actually a really dear friend, I love her deep, but I mean like, what can I do? Like, what can you do? If a fruit basket really doesn't su- suffice, like you're like, Well, can I help you with the kids? Like it's just it's a no, really you to, weird you thing. You need to come over and narrate Game of Thrones. That's what I said. Or, like, do you want me to just come and talk or play music? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or just yeah. sing songs. I can bring you really <laughs> fragrant flowers. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the really the glass half full. You yeah, just gotta that is sharpen the, the other senses mm-hmm. yeah yeah right now <laughs> her vision is half empty <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> not to be <laughs> it's a little oh. i joke because that's so fucking terrifying no it's terrible to, no i don't even know how to i don't even know how to approach that no without it's getting being... it's getting better i know it. i gotta call her after this and be like yeah we'll play her this podcast um... <laughs> see it's perfect it's yeah. perfect yeah. This podcast is perfect if you wake up with no vision, <laughs> uh, put the podcast in, and you'll and everything will be fine. Yes. That's all there is yeah, to it. Yeah, that's right. How are you? Are you super busy with stuff at the moment? Well, I just wrapped, I was just saying, I just wrapped my TV show, yeah. my 13-episode um, opus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it an opus. It's a, uh, it's bad a, judge. It's a work, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad judge, NBC. It's done. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, done, it, done? It, we fin- yeah, they opted to just keep it a, a sexy 13. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would break the news that way. Hey, guys, you, this is great news. Great news. Now, yeah, we could go on for years, and you could go into syndication and make millions of dollars, but we decided... We want to keep it a... We just, want this to be a sexy yeah, 13. Sexy 13. <laughs> that was an interdepartment memo and subject. Yeah, sexy 13. What do you think? How about um, a slutty it. 22? No? <laughs> yeah, an, okay. easy, an easy six nope. seasons? Not no. The... So, it's all right. We're st- still airing. I'm very proud of them. I'm really... We, we just wrapped like the shooting, but they'll still air. Um, we'll run them out on Thursday nights, baby. Did, what the fuck? You know, like Night Court got a bunch of seasons. That's what I'm saying. TV has changed. We were just discussing this on network television is a very tricky mistress. It's um, it's like a <laughs> network TV is a you know I, I feel like network TV can be so unpredictable that I think that a cat runs most networks because it's so like one minute it's very warm and the next minute it's like why'd you run in the other room like it doesn't there's no rhyme or reason why are you hiding from one minute you're there you're sitting in my lap purring and the next minute you're hiding from me watching me struggle looking for you throughout the house and now you've clawed my face and you clawed my face trying to give you love yeah (laughs) 
yeah. Network is a cat. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um it is odd though. We were this an ever changing culture. People are listening to these podcasts, they're watching, you know, things on the internet on their watches, on their mm-hmm. bat phones, <laughs> they're watching them on their TV phones. Well, except for your friend. Except for <laughs> Okay. Here we I'm go. Sorry. We're back what? to it. We're what? back. I can't help Divitis. it. I know. No, I'm only saying that because she's listen, getting better. She's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better. She know, you know how you are. Christine, you're getting better. Everything's going to work out. I only make jokes because I'm terrified and because uh, and she's getting better. And yes, it could, yeah, you're like, what? The randomness of the universe is so absurd that you have to either weep and and build your shelter, like the the basement and you know and never leave it never leave it or where stuff could laugh. still happen to when you stuff anyway. in the in your your shelter your bomb shelter or whatever you safe room yeah there could be a bad beam that comes you don't know <laughs> that would be the best yeah. your safe room there was just a terrible support beam and it all came crashing down <laughs> one beam it was like one bad God screw and you can't live to sue the factory that made the crappy screw I was uh, your safe room. There, someone was changing out a light fixture in my house, and they were like, "Is this water damaged?" And then they saw a bunch of dead bees in the ceiling, and they're like, "Oh, there was a beehive up here. There's honey in your ceiling," which to me sounds pretty rad. That does honey in your ceiling. Yeah, that's like some. I don't even know what that is. That sounds like a that weird like southern a weird country like a gran- con- country song. <laughs> honey <laughs> in your ceiling. It sounds yeah, honey in your. <laughs> <laughs> You've got honey in your ceiling and ants in your floor. Like I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a. But it is kind of it, or a children's book, honey in your ceiling. You can imagine this little boy going up with a little knife and putting honey on his. Or desk. is that like um? Is that like a thing that you? Okay, so what if honey in your ceiling is a euphemism for? It's definitely. What is that? I'll tell you what. Or it is. a really terrible doctor. We got ta- bad news. We got good news and bad news. The, ba- the good news is <laughs> there's the good news. Is there's no water damage. None. The bad news is you've got honey, honey in, in your, your ceiling. ceiling. I feel like honey in your ceiling is and your tickers on the fritz. Is the- <laughs> <laughs> now it's a country song. <laughs> Ticker on. Uh, yeah. Um, My t- yeah, your heart. Why don't you just call it a heart? You're a, a doctor. A heart is your, t- your ticker. Yeah. It's your ticker. Yeah. You're a... But not with a bad doctor. It's not a bad doctor. Yeah. The show was bad judge. You were not <laughs> yeah, a bad doctor. I but I think uh, Honey in Your Ceiling is you've been given news that you think is bad, but it turns out that it actually is beneficial to you. So I think that means... Oh, that's right? actually good. That's like some old expression, like Honey in Your Ceiling. So bad judge gets canceled, but right. maybe in a month, like the thing that is the best that like the the That's most incredible right. and it turns out like oh that was the honey in your ceiling was that you that <gasps> that i like that i actually really like that you could i feel like there's got to be a way to monetize that maybe let's, let's look at those let's look at those steps next there's a i feel like i could sell that as a book just based on that title yeah you could can we see some sort of an outline for the no no all I right i think we need to. Well, then here's a million dollars. Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> what are they? They were like, oh, that's weird. No one's ever said no. Like, we, everyone just gives us a, a, a book outline. Yeah. But you said no, so I, okay, here. We'll yeah. Take the- they were just waiting for someone to say no. It's been a test that everyone else had failed. Have you written a book? No, not no, yet. Not yet. T- it's time. It's imminent. Don't you feel mm-hmm. it? Did you write one? I did write a book, yeah. Yeah, what did you what was your book again? Sorry. It was so- <laughs> sorry. Sorry. What was it? It okay, wasn't great expectations, was it? Was it was it? great expectations. Okay. I that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah Pip was me as a child. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and I yeah. had a benefactor and right. you know, it's like uh-huh. that's how I was able to, you know, build all this media stuff was uh, my 
benefactor, Mrs. Mrs. Favisham, I think mm-hmm. was her name. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so, uh, that, so I used those. That, that that's how I that that's how I really. She was the honey in my ceiling. She was the honey. In your I ceiling. was an orphan, but then I had a benefactor, and that was yeah. the honey in the ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the modern movie telling version of your story, Ray Fiennes play, plays plays the uh, you know yeah, the prisoner. He the, does uh, the convict. Well, yeah. I I think my story would just be. Expectations. <laughs> expectations. Just expectations. Just expectations. Expectations. Yeah. <laughs> don't have them. Yeah. Ever. Wait, so what was your book? I feel completely yeah, remiss. Know, I don't care. It's fine. I don't Come expect on. people to know. Like, it's not, it, I wrote a book that was essentially an autobiographical self-help book for people. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Because I made a lot of mistakes in my life. <laughs> what was the title? I, forgive the, me. It was the title. Fans the Nerdist, and viewers. It was called The Nerdist Way. It was All basically right. a play All on right. The Artist Way. Your fans are like, who? They're clicking no, off right No, they're now. not. They're like, or do you think they press pause? I think they press pause and they forward? said, thank God I didn't read it either. And then now they've hit play <laughs> again. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it totally it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't matter. But it was fun. It was a fun exercise to write a book. Did you like? Did you have a like a an editor, like a strong editor there, sort of guiding? You I saying, did. This is yeah. Your structure. This yeah, is what I we're did. Thinking. And and it, it's the first pass of the book is really fun. And then when they come back with notes, and you're like, oh, I don't want to have to think about all this again. You know, like then yeah. it's, then you have to then uh, the first pass is basically just this um this 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 it's just blah you just yeah spit it out right but you're not really thinking about it. You're just you're just doing it, and then. Then they're like, well, now you have to think about the structure of it. Yeah. And this has to make sense. And this is redundant. And there's not enough of this here. And then Did you, you find it as, as frustrating or as annoying as that was? Did you find it helpful? Like, were you like, oh, that makes sense? Did you respect, like, we can yeah, say totally. it now. The notes guess were... what? That book's out. You can say whatever you <laughs> want like, about your publishers. The notes were actually very good. The yeah. notes were actually very good. Yeah. The, best, the best editor I've ever worked with was um, I, I, when I used to write for Wired, um, my editor, this guy named Adam Rogers, who's actually been on the podcast, he was amazing because he could look at something and go, I think this is what you're trying to say, and I think you should move this to here, and I think you need to set this up a little better. And that, like, he has, he has such an, he has such an analytical um, mind for story structure and also how to convey that. Because someone can have an idea of what you should do, but they don't necessarily convey it well. Yes, but also... Yes, that that is so essential. I found that in one of the big joys I had doing Bad Judge was being able to executive produce it and be in the editing room and where everything really happens. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody, when there's something not quite working, have an eye of someone like Kevin Messick, who works with Gary Sanchez, Adam McKay, and Will Farrell's company, who did this show. He has got that laser beam focus Mm -hmm. and skill for going in there and looking at it and going, oh, here's what you need to do. Take that out. You don't need that. Put this in here to cut that there. And you're like, oh, there's like some sort of God music playing. Like an architect. Yeah. Or just someone who can... It was organized thinking. I don't have organized thinking. I don't think linearly. I think in circles and digress constantly, clearly. That's why it's important to recognize what you think your weaknesses are and partner with someone who has some sort of complementary skill set. Like NBC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I joke, I we jest. Can, we can, I think we Peter can... Peter Pan, let's watch it. Tomorrow, let's do it. Let's oh do my it, God. do it. It's going to happen. It's, it's happening. It's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, ex- um, I'm excited about it. I don't know when it. this... When does this air? I don't what know. Happens? When is this going up, How Katie Levine? Going? I don't know. Sometimes it happens. People can comment about... Oh, it's going... Okay. <laughs> Peter Pan was great. It was fabulous. Turned out great. Love it. 
Let's do more. Let's do more. What's that we're going to do live great expectations? <laughs> Let's do live great expectations. Yep. Um I want uh, I want to talk about the book I'm going to write which I don't know yet but it's going to happen. No, I don't I don't know. Kate expectations. Kate ex- <gasps> Oh snap. Oh my god, here we go. Expectations? Expectations. Kate, no, Kate expectations. Kate, Kate It all comes out in the Walsh. Better. No. Oh. Um Wait, and when are you doing your show again? Do you miss me on it? Are you like, gosh, how can we not get you know, the program, the other one. Which one? Talking Dead or At Midnight? Or? At Midnight. We're on always. You're just doing it. That's a 40-week-a-year show. <laughs> so we're, uh, we are we get 12 weeks off, but they're not consecutive. So it's we'll get two weeks off for Christmas. we got a week off for Thanksgiving. So that that's always going on. Yeah. That's always on. Which is fun. It's fun. I love it. You should do... My, but I, I would love... You'd be amazing on the show. On uh, At Midnight? Yeah. Yeah. You should do it. Yeah, we're going to do it where, again. Where did you... I did it with Arden and Jim that one time. Yeah, but you should do it again. Fun. Yeah. I only work with Arden and Jim. We go as a Arden trio. Arden was just on last night. She's just... I spent Thanksgiving with her. She's so funny. Did I ever... Because t- she went with you to Miami, right? When you oh, did my the... God. Did you hear the story in Miami? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're walking through what's the equivalent of the Third Street Promenade. Yeah, it's South Beach there, right? South Beach. This is yeah. an outdoor mall. And Arden, for some reason, you never know with Arden. Like sometimes her brain just starts firing, yeah. And you can just you stand back and just take it in. And she was running down this promenade, going, "Who ate all the pussy?" Like as <laughs> as many times. First of all, we never got to the bottom of who, in fact, did eat all the pussy. But I want to know. Did that could actually be the name of her book? Who ate all the pussy? <laughs> all the pussy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was great. She's really, she's really great, and a fucking firecracker. Yeah, she's I, a special lady. Are you? Where? What is your? Where? Where did you start doing comedy? Comedy things? stuff. And well, I did it. Um, I always improvise. Like, and even in my tiny uh, hometown of Tucson, Arizona, uh, I always did improv, comedy, improv, and straight theater too. And then I moved to Chicago and was there and did the whole improv Olympic. Um, I did a little bit of Second City, but not much because I was too intimidated by all the white guys and mm-hmm. like you know khakis and button down, <laughs> button down shirts that seemed it was it felt a little like a frat house that I just there was no way I was like wait where's no so um, I always, I o, I was good I O was great fun. and then the Annoyance Theater right and then. Um, it was just such a great time to be in Chicago. I was there with, you know, I came up with Adam McKay and, and Amy Poehler's there and Matt Besser and Matt Walsh and Dave Keck. It was like actually an incredible time for improv too. All was the Adsit John there Lair. at that time? Was, What's John, that? was Scott Adsit there around that yeah, time? Yeah, he was there. And um, John Lair and um, God, there are so many Did you great... know Adrian Winter? Yes. Yep. Adrian, well, Adrian's wife, Betsy, just was mm-hmm. my... Partner, showrunner on Bad Judge. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, Adrian's great. Uh, Jack McBrayer was, I think, part of that. Group, yeah, I didn't he? know Jack then, but Adrian, I knew, or maybe I met Adrian out here. Pat Finn, a older Pat Finn, yes. Some real Pete Holney, solid improv. Mike folks. Coleman, Betty. Yes. All, all of, I'm going tonight to do a lady as part of the um, women's improv festival. We had a team uh, here called Girl Team Balls, and it was all women <laughs> and rich. Why culture. not improv? <laughs> Wimprov? Wimprov. Come on. I, that's another book. Coffee table book of all the made up names. Wimprov. Why is that fun? It's like a delicious little, like it's not even an exercise for the brain. It's like a little snack when you can make up words. Yes. It's just so the satisfying. Portmanteaus. 
Yeah. The portman <laughs> the mashing of words together. Yeah. It's a it's a fun it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. So that's where I did I did a, that's where I did a lot of improv and then in New York too I was in on this team or this show we did this show called Burn Manhattan it was like five guys and me and it was like really improvised like it was just almost like jazz we would just start with nothing no suggestion we'd just go like we'd sit on stage and then go for an hour someone would just start talking and yeah then would something would happen or a movement or something and it would go and, and most God, of the time it was pretty awesome and then there were times we were like oh that didn't quite work but <laughs> yeah yeah well that's like really good improv is one of those tricky things because I think it's a thing that a lot of people think Oh, I can do this because I can. I can just be funny, yeah. And, and then, then you start realizing that there's it's really a, hard. There's it's a terrifying. real hidden s- structure behind it that is a very specific muscle, and it's not just you can be super riffy and not be a great team improviser. Yeah, I would say I'm okay. I'm like medium spicy. If we were on like a Chinese food menu in sure. San Francisco, I would say I'm medium spicy. That's how I'd order me as an improviser. I'm probably a better monologist. Um but I do love it. I do. And then it's just fun when you see guys though like Pete Holney and Pat Finn and you know, Kackner and these guys do it. You're just like, it is some sort of magical thing. Yeah. You know, well, we didn't have the, uh, but I want to talk about Tucson for a sec. Tucson, baby. Do you know, do you know Janet Varney? No. Janet Varney is uh, one of the people who uh, started and runs SF Sketchfest. Okay. So she's in the comedy circle. Right. And um, she's uh, my ex girlfriend and she is amazing. And she's from Tucson. And I spent seven New Year's in Tucson. Really? Because she would always, she was always like, well, "I'm never fucking going there in the summer." Like she refused to go there because she grew up in a small house with no air conditioning in Tucson. Yeah, yeah. And so, where did she go to school and everything? Rincon. Oh, I graduated Rincon. Her father was an English teacher there. Who was Mr. Schulman? His Who name was, was Phil Varney. Oh, Mr. Varney. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's just weird. That's I don't crazy. think I didn't have Mr. Varney, but I knew of Mr. Varney. Who did I have? That's Shulmaker, so crazy. Shulman? I can't remember. I had this like AP English dude. I, I moved there my senior year because I lived in the neighborhood in the district for Rincon, but I went to Catalina High School for my first three years. And then I was like, I'm tired of it. I'm bored. I'm cutting classes. I got to hook you guys up. You guys would, you'd get on, you'd get on That's like gangbusters. That's nuts. Yeah. So where did you guys go for New Year's? In we Tucson? would always stay at the... Um, Congress Hotel? No, no, not at the Congress. We'd stay up in the hills in the, at the low... Ventana Canyon. Yeah. Which was so... Lovely. I loved Ventana Canyon because it just it just kind of sits above the city. Yeah. And so it's, you know, there, you could see a million stars because there's a bunch of uh, uh, very positive uh, hippie light laws there where you can't yeah. have a lot of, you can't have too many lights. Which is so <clears> good. It's great. And so, you know, the city just twinkles nicely and the, um, and then the, uh, uh, the lights of the city, like you don't block the stars out, and it, it's it's such. I a was just there for like a because I'm old. Twenty five year reunion that was actually for Catalina High School, but I was like, well, I went there three years. I'm going to go, and it was just a bunch of friends from like that we I hadn't seen in a long time, and everyone showed up, and it was so nice to go back. I don't get back there a lot now because one of my oldest friends moved to North Carolina. Blah blah. Who cares? But. <laughs> 
I was still like, God, Tucson's great. It's and a great I, town. It's so, and I hiked out, and the, the hiking is beautiful in the desert. And there, and I love that there are these hippie laws that, even though it's like a, Arizona is a crazy state, but Tucson is still like the sort of bastion of like a little bit of uh, sanity. And um, like, I like that you have to have like out of sort of tan low buildings everywhere yeah. that you don't have like this crazy radical stuff so that you can actually enjoy the desert it's, and everything still there are there are just enough you know i'm about to sound like the fucking most caucasian person in the world you can have your whole foods and your starbucks but there's also a million great like mom and pop yes type places there that have not been having seen a significant portion of the country as i have a lot of that shit gets run out of town. Yeah. But, you know, it gets no, killed it by the sort of Walmart hive. Conversely, you're like, oh, I'm going to invest in real estate in Tucson. It won't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place to visit. It's like visit. but Or if you want still great land, like a place with land, you can still go. There's something strange where it's like almost the, the town that time forgot. Like it still grows, but it grows very, very slowly. Yeah. The university is there, which is super cool and fun. and But it's... It is like a kind of a unique place in that it still has like I worked at this coffee house called Bentley's and when I was like a struggling little actress there and Bentley's is still there and oh, Joanne wow, who runs it awesome. like it was like you know Bentley's is still a staple at the University of Arizona like place. off campus and there was a restaurant we always used to go to whenever we would drive like it was the, we would drive there and it was the first place we would go this one restaurant and I can picture it and I can't fucking remember the name of it it's kind of near the university um. Oh, it was what so. What kind go- of food was it? It was. It was. It was all kinds of food. It wasn't really one type of. Fuck. It's not delectables. Wasn't on Fourth Ave. Yes, it was delectables. Yes, Delect- Is it delectables? I think so. Is it on Fourth Avenue? I think so. I bet so. I bet that was. I was just randomly guessing. And they it have like ma- cheese boards. But yes, not- yes, delectables. delectables. So it's good. Delectables. It's so. How did good. you pull that out? Because I wanted to go there i like i had i was there for a weekend and i'm like and i stayed at the arizona inn where i used to work at the front desk before i was i was fired i'm not gonna lie to you i was fired what did you do well a friend of mine graduated and from the uva and i we went on a we kind of we had a party and i came to work i was still i was late and i was speaking of tequila and they were like you need to go home now i was like okay like no forever i was like oh no, oh, I didn't count on that. It was not like, <laughs> like it was not like the so, old the old one strike law. Yeah, yeah, it was one strike. <laughs> but I'm sure I was not the the most amazing front desk clerk. Uh, I was going to the U of A. I didn't, you know, my brother worked there. He's like, got me the job. He's like, this is a really highly coveted job, and it was. It was like all students that worked there, and then people that like. Um, wanted to work in the hotel industry, but it's still a very, it's a really cool place. But anyway, my point is Tucson. I went back there and I did check in. I'm like, I was fired from here. And you're like, oh, I'm like, anyway. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's just well, have Don't show up uh, smelling like tequila. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, so we, um, what was it? Yeah, I just like, okay, I want to go to EG's because I want one of those Italian grinders. I want to go to uh, Minadito and have Mexican food. And then, um, but I wanted to get to Delectables and I didn't. But so good. It's so good. Yeah. The, uh, the old, uh, let's see, where we, we like to go to the old Flandreau Science Center. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. little, little science center. They've got a little, uh, uh, a little like light show inside. Yeah, or they little, do. Little shows inside. And then um, there's the Sonora Desert Museum. The Sonora, de- yes, yeah. yes. The, the, Arizona, the Sonora Desert Museum is so... It's one of my favorite places. 
Yeah. It's one of my favorite, favorite places. And my buddy and I had the, uh, a, a com- released an album as a musical comedy duo several years ago. And the album was called Horses and Grasses because it was this, and it was a, the, the album cover was a photograph of, I'll show it to you, it was a photograph of an exhibit at the museum called Horses and Grasses. And we u- they let us use the actual artwork. Oh, that's so cool. Um, from it. Uh, here it is. Uh, Janet was just there. And so she sent me a picture from the old Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. That's so cool. That place is the fucking best. It was one of the first places I visited when we moved there. I uh, we moved there when I between for me sixth and seventh grade, which was it's a tricky time to move because you got it all figured out. You do. You feel very comfortable mm-hmm. socially, and yeah. it's a good time to uproot someone and plop them into a new uh, di- uh, dynamic. Yeah, and I moved from Northern California from San Jose to Tucson, and you know, at that time I was like, "Isn't there like a dirt road into ta- Tucson? What is that place? Like, that's yep. going to be awful." Um, but it wasn't. I just I, I ended up eating a lot of stir and frost cakes. They're microwave cakes. This was back in the day. You could like make a microwave cake. It was cool. Yep. I laid out uh, in the sun a lot. Yep. Got very tan. So I was a very tan seventh grader by the time I showed up. I was super tan. I had glasses like those big plastic rim that mm-hmm. on the side they go down. They look like glasses that uh, maybe a forty year old like uh, clerk at a bank would wear. Sure. But my mother chose those for me. Okay, sure. And clogs. So it was pretty easy <laughs> making friends. And <laughs> we, we uh, had a good time. But that, um, then I, 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 it, was, it was good, though. But, oh, the Sorna Desert Museum, I, I must say, without the visual, it may not be as powerful. But, again, we're getting back to sight. But I'm going to say that I, I, I went there... And you know how you press those? They have those little glass yeah. cases, and you press the light, and it will have an indigenous animal. Like mm-hmm. for, they had bats, like some bats, like yep. these dark. And I was like, "Oh, look!" And I pressed the light, and it was a bat. But he was having a private moment. He was masturbating. A, ba- a masturbating bat. Yes, and I was. It was like the most horrific people. Like with his ever. hand. Yes, with his little paw. What? He was like, "Yeah!" And I was like, "Oh!" No. Like I pressed the button. It was like the worst peep show ever. Masturbating. Like See, I'm gonna keep like, making up terms. Masturbating. Masturbating. <laughs> yeah, masturbating. <laughs> like this terror I was like mom what is that I didn't understand because I'd never seen anything like it I'm sure was he hanging upside down or was yes. he just like curled up in a he corner he was hanging upside down and he had you know oh my god I wish I could do himself. that hanging upside was... down that would be so <laughs> rad you could just and my mom's like walk away from that Katie that's not his um, <laughs> this is know. what men are yes. this is what men do <laughs> they will hang upside down and jerk off over your head next oh look the javelin is butt fucking someone <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, you're like, well, I don't want to. I just remember awkward animal moments too. Like, yep. I, you know, the going to. I remember we lived in San Diego for a year and going to the San Diego Zoo, which is a phenomenal zoo. But seeing a, a swollen, red ass baboon, you're like, <laughs> I don't have a program for that yet in my <laughs> seven year old baby. I don't know how to file that. I don't know where. To put that, it it's, doesn't. I know it's normal. They're like, no, that's normal. That's how they all look. It just looked like. It does widen your worldview the first time you see a swollen baboon ass. Yeah, you're like either wear, put on some trousers, is my thought, at seven, or give him some medicine, make it go away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get to the CVS, get Get something. He's having having an allergic reaction. Allergic reaction to having a baboon's ass. Yeah, something. The baboon is allergic to itself. Wait, wait, so what's happening with Janet? She does... 
Mm. So what does she? What does she? She head produces. Um, she's one of the producers of uh, SF Sketchfest. Okay. Which is in uh, January and February. That's right. I think Art didn't Arden go to that too. Arden's probably done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, most, Arden's my conduit for most everything. Of the people that you know have done it. <laughs> yeah, most I think that you know have done it. Yes. Yeah, I think Rachel Harris was going through. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna hook, I'm gonna hook you guys up. I think I think you guys will be. I would be love to. Past. Yes. Gosh. Okay. I miss Tucson, but it's weird to go back there because. You know, Janet was my tie to there, and now I sort of feel like, oh, it's weird for me to go. It's weird for yeah. me to go back. Yeah, it would almost be like if, if you, I mean, and we're still really great friends, but it would almost be like if you if you broke up with someone and then like well, I'm going to start hanging out with their parents like that. It's yeah, it's like, it doesn't quite it, work. It might, like there's nothing technically wrong with it, but it's sort of like I don't know. I feel like that's your territory, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you feel a little like if the dog showed up to the house that the family no longer lives at, but it just keeps going back. Yeah, and then you have to. But there's no one to, to pull you away. There's no one to we... say, "I'm sorry, Chris yeah. doesn't understand." You're not allowed to. Yeah, you're not allowed. Yeah, collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just that's give him not some yours cheese anymore. And make him go away. There are other cheese boards. There's other. Che- well, she went to Jan went to college in Flagstaff. Oh, NAU, sure. So sure. Uh, you know, I I got to have the. Tucson and Flagstaff experience. That's cool. Which is because Flagstaff is a completely different vibe. Yeah. Uh, that's the high desert, I guess, right? Is that higher? Yeah. Because it, it actually snows. gets cold up there. It yeah. snows. Yeah. It actually snowed one year we were in Tucson over, over New Year's. Really? It, there were flurries. They didn't stick, but there were flurries. I, that's happened a few times my child. It is kind of magical. It Let's really is. It yeah. really is magical. Like a snowy desert is mm-hmm. really fucking cool. I miss it. I really miss it. And even though, I don't know, Phoenix is fine, but there's something about Tucson that, that I is... I reject Phoenix. <laughs> I reject Phoenix. We're, no. Her I, body's rejecting I deny, Phoenix. I, I deny Phoenix. <laughs> um, yes, no, Phoenix is like a different world, though. Phoenix is, it's like for... Scottsdale and Phoenix was just like a whole different thing. Tucson has a different vibe altogether. It's still a little. There's something I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how do you say what what it is about Tucson. But it's a little. Phoenix is just a little more like a city. Yeah. Or more corporate or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, maybe it's the valley. There's not as not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Tucson is like a Nature Mart store, and Phoenix is more like. You gonna say Whole Foods? You're just gonna go. Gonna just say Whole Foods. Oh, Bristol Farms. Bristol Farms. Yes, Bristol I'd say Farms, Bristol Farms. Bristol That's Farms fair. is still kind of indie-ish, though, right? There's only a couple of them. Yeah, indie-ish, expensive. <laughs> yeah, if it was a museum of healthy food, that would be Bristol Farms. <laughs> you can't don't you touch any of the food. Don't really t- just this look is a food at museum. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why, it looks like a grocery store. No, no, it's a museum. Very, yeah, yeah, it's a food museum. Or like, yeah. Barn. I don't know. I'm gonna now. I'm like thinking of other. Anyway, now I want to yeah. go to the now I want to go to the desert museum. It because it, it's basically just built into the land. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, what else? I don't know. What are you What are you gonna do now that you've got all this time off? I was just thinking about that. I well, I just moved, and I'm gonna. So I'm gonna probably just live in my house a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've got. And we moved. I moved to Encino. Okay. To the Hills of Encino, oh. which is also the name of my next series. Um, <laughs> the Hills of Encino. It's a soap opera. Um, oh, yeah, involves... Do something really weird next. Just do something <laughs> completely. I want to. I actually want to do a Western. I really want to do a Western. Like a comedy Western or like a Deadwood Western? No, I'd like to do a Western or just a movie. Like, a, like even if it was a super low budget. Just really, I just like want to ride a horse. Um, yeah. 
and be a little dirty. And I, I don't know. I want to, I just feel like, yes. Do you ever think if you went back in time, I think it's the one thing I, I don't think anyone ever addresses with time travel is that. Tell me. <laughs> if you if you went back in time, yeah, uh, I think you would be so overwhelmed by the smells because oh, yeah, yeah, people have different like the, there's no it's different. That is really interesting. I think about that. People sometimes, have way smellier dicks in the old west. Well, have. also the perfumes, the, yeah, the merkins. The there's just lots of things to consider. There's not really the merkins. Clean. Let's get back to merkins. Yeah, let's get anyway, back to them. Um, no, but the the I I yeah the horse. I mean, you you found in Deadwood. You really got that sense of how freaking filthy it was. Yeah, you can say fucking. You right? can fucking say whatever you want. Fuck, 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 fuck. You can say. Is a, I mean, Calamity Jane. That was one of my favorite. That was devastating to me. Cocksuckers. Oh, my God. Ian McShane, everyone in that. Um, And then Garrett Dillahunt. I mean. Who came back twice. Twice. They're like, you know, we like you so much. I'm going to make another role for you. Fucking kills Buffalo Bill. I mean, kills uh, Wild Bill. And then comes comes back back as a a weird. Psycho. Yeah. As a complete. Oh, so good. Garrett was great. It was so great on that show. But, you know. But Ian McShane, I, I just started showing it to uh, to a lady that I've started to see. You'd like, I'd like to turn you on to something that uh, interests me. First of all, I'd like to turn you on. Secondly, First of all, I wanted to turn, like you, to turn on. you on. Secondly, I'd like to show you this bat. <laughs> just take a look. Oh, wait, quickly. Okay. And then and move on to Deadwood. Unfortunately, Deadwood, Deadwood is... Uh, uh, <laughs> um, and then you see where the bit goes from there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it, it, we, so we started watching a few episodes of it, and I just... I forgot. Like I remember, it was good. I remember it was amazing, actually. But just like watching Ian McShane, everything that comes out of that guy's mouth, and he he rarely blinks. So he's he's just so. It, I have to say this. I just it's almost kind of hard for me to watch him in anything else because he's so mu- a much elsewhere engine. Yeah, he was incredible. He really oh. That was devastating for me when they didn't make like like wrap it up and make like they had said for a while they're going to make a two hour movie to finish it and I I was like no where did it go it really uh, bummed me out yeah to, I've you know yeah and John Hawk mm-hmm. he was in that right wasn't he not John Hawk is mm. it John Hawk I don't know which guy the guy who played um, Tim Timothy Oliphant's partner oh oh Seth the uh, John Hawks what's, right is that his it? name John Hawks is that his name yeah. The dude, Hawks? the skinny dude, the, and he was in, yeah. yeah, he's done everything. He was in Winter's Bone. He was in, like... Seth, like, I think we dude. just need to step back and think about yeah. this logic like he was yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, and then he was hooked up with uh, the the prostitute. What's her name? Yes. Um, Tracy. Uh, oh, know. fuck. It was, it was Swearingen's ex kind yeah. of girlfriend who yeah, was Yeah, she of, was great, too. She's she an Irish sort of, actress. She's on um, that other show now with... Paula yeah, Paula Malcolmson. She's on, um, you know, the one where they all talk with Boston accents... Um, what uh, is it with Lee F. Schreiber? Ray Donovan. Ray, Donovan. Ray. I always do impre- Ray. Ray. What are you doing, Ray? Ray. 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 Do you want to go to Ray's Pizza? Ray Donovan. Ray. Ray. I can't trust you. Who you been balling, Ray? <laughs> it's like I just love all the Boston accents on there, and it's so re- Ray. <laughs> who you been balling? Who you been balling, Ray? <laughs> no it's one uses like, that term anymore. No, it's only Southies. Balling. <laughs> Balling. Uh, hey, you ball these? In? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, and it's in uh, it's in the Led Zeppelin song, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Yeah. I got a girl who want to ball all day. 
It's such a weird ball all day. Ball. It's so gross. It, it is really gross. Is. You know why? Because ball. you know why? Because it makes the sexual. <laughs> I'd like to ball with you. It makes the sexual act all about the balls. The balls, for some which is really the least. Would no one wants to focus on that? No, I mean, basically, balls are like the movie Titanic. They're only relevant for like the last four minutes. <laughs> 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 it's that's they, really when they really come into play it's almost like a cowbell in a band like you don't you know you don't really use them a lot but when you use them you when really you are really like yeah carefully plays. when you really can really yeah. carefully plays for when conception they, but for the for, i wouldn't yeah. define a band by the cowbell though no you're right that was not an accurate no thing. it was but no i'm saying i'm say agreeing cowbell. with you i'm yeah. agreeing with you i'm saying what is the most random instrument that occasionally plays in a band but when it goes you're like yes um i think it's like a like a wood block oh yeah doop, doop, yeah doop. Like yeah, that's, yeah that's pretty because that gets kind of groovy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah i find some carefully placed chimes are, chimes are all right mm-hmm. maybe not appropriate i like uh i like a like a viola like just real light in the background like a mm-hmm. like that's kind yeah, of a nice thing to that's drop nice in. a dulcimer viola is not balls it's no, not balls. No, but I. I <laughs> also, a good title for we, my book. <laughs> Viola's not balls. <laughs> the and Kate, other stories. The Kate Walsh story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's really the. <laughs> Who is this person? Ball. Yeah. Ball. It's such a weird verb. It's such a weird to ball. To ball. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. No, I like um, baller. Baller alert. Great. Yeah, yeah. Baller's great. But, but as but a verb, ball. no. I mean, if you were. If your boyfriend called and you said, Kate, tonight we're going to have a nice dinner and then I'm going to ball you a lot, would you be like, well, not now you're not because I don't, appro- I don't approve of that terminology. It's different, though. When you're talking about it in the future tense, it really gets me. <laughs> and then I'm going to ball you. I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. But if you ball start away. talking present tense, yeah. like balling, we're balling, or when we balled, no. <laughs> then I'm like, no, 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 uh, no. Future tense only. <laughs> Future tense only. <laughs> oh man, what happened? The ball alarm. Do we have to stop? Oh, is that what it is? How do you turn it off? The robots are attacking. <laughs> oh, was that the door that's never supposed to be opened? Apparently. Oh! Hey, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Do, what do, happened? Do. This is the problem. You check shit, and then it's like, what happened? I don't, uh, I don't know, but everything's okay now. But I, my brain feels strangely reprogrammed. Did you? Do you feel? I feel scrubbed. <laughs> yeah, I have a new lease on life. I'm ready to talk. <laughs> Was it <a> good? <laughs> let's just stop. Let's just start all over. So anyway, okay, well, I wrapped you, my show thank last Thank you for night. coming to yeah. the podcast, Ben. Yeah. What, yeah. What's your uh, What's your worst audition story? Oh my god! You know what? It doesn't even involve uh, acting. Actually, it goes back to Tucson, Arizona, where it, at Catalina High School before I went to Rincon, I, I I auditioned for I tried out for the song leading squad, which is the equivalent of like the Clipper Girls now, like the dancing uh-huh. cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and. Um, so I was a cheerleader in in high or in junior high, which is a different kind of cheerleader. You're a little meaner, really tougher. There's not there's not a whole sex appeal thing going because you're 
11 and 12, 13. Right. So you're just like a little, it's like a good outlet for anger issues. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do the splits, which are hard. They're very Once hard. you get that, you're just like, you're, you know, it's sort of aggressive. Um, anyway, so I thought naturally I'm a shoe in for song leading in high school. And I did my audition to this song called, Oh, Twilight Zone. Do you remember that song? By Golden Earring? Yes. Fucking great song. Right? And I decided, I don't know if it was the Twilight Zone or the fact that it was Golden Earring. I decided to put gold sort of glitter body paint all over my body and a gold leotard. <laughs> or bodysuit, depending on where you, where region of the country you're born in. And I did my song leading routine to that song, and I got so nervous that I froze up, and I could only. <laughs> it's on my fucking phone. It's there. So the... yeah, right. Just walking out in your little golden leotard. Oh, oh, Did you not? And you didn't improv the rest? No, you just, I, I just froze. It just did that. And I had like, I had like crazy, very serious blonde, you know, more beautiful and like uh, girls judging me and like really freaked out that well, I, I did wanna, not. I mean, it I don't want to you, but you did the same. This is a seven and a half minute song. So you did the same three <laughs> no, moves for no. seven and a half no, minutes. No. <laughs> No, I think that there was a shortened version of it. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't seven and a half minutes. Here it is. (laughs) Twilight Zone. I loved this song. Yeah. And the video was really cool because it was like a bullet cutting a playing card in half. Yeah. There was like a whole spy (laughs) element to the video. There's, There was... I always chose weird songs. Like, this is not really a song that you'd probably used for a song meeting tryout. No, but this is a song you would choose if you were a fedora and have a tattoo of, uh, <laughs> of blackjack cards on your forearm. But I like the song. It's like <laughs> the first time I did karaoke, I sang House of the Rising Sun. That's a very hard song to sing. Of course it is. But I'm like, but I like that song. And you're like, there's a house in New- You can't really... <laughs> you don't really... You forget. The, the rising sun. Like, there's no way to really sing that song well unless it, you're a drunk and really high you know dude. You are absolutely right. I never thought about that. That song really does... I mean, the words are articulated, but it really has the tone of a drunk person. do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. like it's, it's totally, that person like, even the tone terrible. of it that's terrible and it is like because the story of that is a broken person yeah it's like, i gotta tell you <laughs> and so it's totally that's i so wasn't crazy. as a younger person quite synced up yet with like well i like that song so it's sort of like i like the color of purple i'm gonna paint my entire room purple you know it's just like i didn't understand that there's i thought you that meant you, the movie oh I also enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> so I put Oprah all over so my wall. So I put wall. Oprah all over my walls. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I have um, stories. Yeah, Did you ball her? Terrib- <laughs> we balled. Did you ball Oprah? I ba- we balled. Um, <laughs> no, but we're planning on balling soon. Gonna we're going to ball soon. We will ball. To ball. I can't wait to ball Oprah. <laughs> on her organic farm and, you know, whatever it is. Mendocino, no. Yeah, she's in the, no, Santa, she's Bar- in the Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara Montecito, right? Montecito, yeah. Montecito, yes. Montecito. Montecito. I, th- I hear she's hoping to get a lake. 
and that people are resisting her. Like, oh, not we can't have crossed. the Oprah. I, hope she I really do. A break. I hope her dream of the lake happens. Yeah, I really in a drought. A what lake. you really need is a lake. <laughs> you need to have a lake, <laughs> a private lake. Yeah, as mm-hmm. long as you know. <laughs> I just imagine her running a hose into a giant lake bed and just turning the faucet on and running it for three weeks. <laughs> for three weeks. Yeah. I needed a lake, you guys. I need a lake. I'm sorry, I'm Oprah. You can't yeah, ball me. You can't. Don't, we all want a don't lake. Don't ball me. It, okay. My, this a weird question. Would you fuck Oprah if you had the chance? Now, before you no. answer, <laughs> before you answer, yeah. You kind of, like, my first thought is, like, well, would I, you? Wait, if you had the chance? But the story, I mean, like, to, to know oh, that was in your head. Well, like, for you, I would never, no. I don't even. No. You don't wait a minute. I don't want to hook up with Oprah. Okay. You, you like if you're gonna be like, oh, if you were gonna go that way, who would you want to hook up with? I would pick somebody else. Okay, fine, but you don't don't tell me that you wouldn't think it was rad if you were at a party and someone was like, Did you hear Oprah's trying to get a look in Mon- in, in uh, Montecito or wherever she is? And you're like, Hey guys, I fucked her. Like you I don't think Oprah. that would be you don't think that would be and they'd be like, You fucked who? <laughs> Oprah. Oprah. No. What? no. You don't think that would be awesome? That would be I guess that would be kind of a cool... You know what? At this point, you could probably lie about that and people would believe you. I would... If I had sex with Oprah, I would make that my Twitter bio. I fucked Oprah. Like, yeah. I would, you have... You would have to. It's almost a responsibility. Yes. Yeah, a moral obligation. All right, so who, who would moral. be the counterpart to... Who would be the counterpart? This is sort of the... Um, <laughs> you know how people have, you know, people have their like, sexception list or their relationship partners? Like, if you ever... It's a little tricky in our business because... We often can meet a lot of the people that would be on the list. I know. So it's a little awkward. It is weird because then you're like, hey, yeah. But the reverse one, sort of the ironic, the ironic hall pass list, who would be on your like, oh, you know, like you had to fuck them because it was like, well, the story of it. Like, like, you know, you know, story of it. Like whoever. Bud Court. I don't know. Bud Court. (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. You know what? If I could, I would have fucked Speed Racer. Really? An animated. You mean the animated, not yeah. the Emil Hirsch Speed Racer? Not the Emil. No, okay. no, no you not mean him. Like actual Speed. Like Racer. actual Speed Racer. That was my first crush. Yep. Or Eddie Munster. Yeah. Oh, Butch Patrick. Yeah. As, but that was like these are all childhood it was crushes. A child. I, it was a child. Why would you? <laughs> I mean, I, granted, he was a wolf child, so he ages differently. You know, so seven-year-old... I had a crush on his widow's beak. Seven-year-old like, Eddie Munster is actually 49. <laughs> so, so maybe, And okay. it's really creepy because I just said no, but when he was young. So then you're now... <laughs> then you're, I'm tell you then right you're now. suddenly the lady that's not allowed out Cause, cause of the Kate, house. Now I, mean, I have a fucking ID bracelet on my ankle and I'm not allowed. Now I have to register online when Butch I move Patrick, into your neighborhood. You, you could easily fuck Butch Patrick right now. Okay, so I don't want to. There's no. I, don't I changed my mind. You can't now. It's an, shit. It's already. Oh man. You, have to, you better call your boyfriend and say like, look, I did oh, a dumb man. thing. I agreed to fuck Butch Patrick. No, you know what it is? There's just baseball hall passes for me would be like athletes and rock stars for sure. I don't even want to actually anymore. I don't even want to have sex. I just want to hang out with them and just, just hang like, out, just yeah, talk. Yeah. That's it. Just hang out and talk, or like watch, uh, you know, Jack White. Like, like, just sit there and he can play guitar, and I'll just be like, you know, so tell me some stories, Jack. I don't even have to converse. There doesn't even have to be a conversation. I would rather see. I would rather. I would be more delighted because you can see so much footage of them playing music. I know. I, I want to see them like, like I want to see 
what is it? What's Bono making a sandwich like? Like, I want to yeah. see them do just regular shit, regular day to day stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like weed the garden, yeah. or you yeah. know, try to figure out how to get a turkey grease stain out of a wall. Yeah, that's which good. I need to do because that <laughs> happened on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Out of the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, but I you know, you... I was scooping the carcass of a turkey off a platter into uh-huh. a trash bag. And it splattered. And it splattered. And uh, turkey grease is very tenacious. That is something. Out. Tenacious turkey grease. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another tenacious good, tea. Yeah. That, I, I think, um, is a, one of those. There's got to be something online for that. There's a grandma home get... remedy. Like, yeah, there's a great home remedy. baking powder vinegar, and butterscotch. And yeah. Guess what? I just found out because I at Thanksgiving, I spilled... Uh, it was bound to happen. I was wearing a white silk blouse. Mm-hmm. Red wine splattered on it. Yep. And someone poured... It's just like... It sounds like such an alcoholic thing. And someone said... <laughs> but, but then put gin. I was like, do you have this soda? No, gin apparently... It takes stains out. What? So maybe the gin would cut that turkey grease too. Right out yeah. of the wall? Like literally took it out of this. It was a white blouse. One for blouse, one for mommy. Yeah. One for blouse, one for mommy. I love a blouse and tonic. What? <laughs> no. Arr, shut up, you kids. Up anyway. We're a speed racer. <laughs> I'm ready to ball. <laughs> you're just, you're so drunk. You're just trying to fuck the most brightly colored thing because you think it's speed racer. I want to fuck that cartoon. <laughs> ah, give it to me. He's dangerous. Racer X, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I want the bad one. Um, yeah. Do you no. think? Do you, okay. Let me ask you this: Can you? And this might be a little too personal, but could could you like if if your boyfriend dressed up like Speed Racer, would you be like, hey, hey here <laughs> we so go? Creepy. Or would you be like, you know, I, I can't do this. No, no, not ever. You know, I find that my like doing character work in the bedroom is it's like I am <laughs> character work. <laughs> I'd like to do a work. I'd like to do a trust exercise. Re- <laughs> I feel like every time I have sex with someone is a trust exercise. But I feel like it's it's that that idea of like why I never went into sketch and why yeah. I'm more of a stand up is because there's that moment where I'm like, you know it's me. I'm not Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like if I were if I came in dressed as Speed Racer or the monkey from Speed Racer or whatever, at a certain point I'd be like, ah, go, go. Oh, I can't do this. You know, like I just, I, yeah. I feel ridiculous. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot no way. character. I couldn't, that's ridiculous. I think it's insane. I think the closest you get to that in a long-term relationship is like going out to like, what you do is doing something out of the habit. I, my boyfriend came to me, with me to New York when I, we had, I had to do press for the show in the fall and, he came with me, and it was he, as he said. He's like, "Oh, it's like living with. It's like I have three gay roommates. Would you miss my hair and makeup? And we're in a hotel room all together all the time." But when we went out, we went out in New York, went to a couple bars and restaurants. And you're like, "Oh, who are you? You're actually a human, right? You're a human that I'd like to get to know and talk to, and perhaps make out with. Yep. Like when you live with someone for an extended period of time, and you're in their day to day life, and you do see how like the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. No." sexual innuendo intended you're just like oh you floss right i don't ever need to see anybody floss i've i read something once that you're and this is just one of those like goofy you know to keep a relationship fresh and sassy like don't floss in front of your partner like i don't know yeah well i think though that when you after a while you're you're co if you're cohabitating you do it's like you become domesticated and so even if you try to protect your partner from those horrors of domesticity which you can i think have it's still like unless you have because when i was little i remember 
um, before uh, you know Woody Allen started you know dating his stepdaughter, I remember thinking dating. I like to say dating. <laughs> dating. I think it's cuter. They went on um, dates occasionally. They dated. in between the. I fucking. think they dated. Yeah, they dated between the balling <laughs> and um, the nude, and the nudie and the naked pictures. So, but I like I remember hearing he and Mia Farrow had separate apartments. I got, I got an apartment on either side of Central Park. Maybe that was exaggerated, but I remember even as a young child going, that sounds very reasonable. It makes like, sense, right? It makes total sense. Why do we, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't, when, when you take your car in to get serviced, you don't watch them change the oil, right? No, you, you don't, don't want to see, see it. That. No. So, you I mean, there's something that. sexy about dating. When you're just dating and you like, you show up at, re- you pick someone up, they're ready. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to a restaurant, you like look at them, you're like, oh, what an it's, interesting it's, human. They're, they're in their, they're in their final, like that's in the, they're in presentation I'm basically mode. just telling you how much, yeah, I'm, I'm facing my commitment phobe. Um, <laughs> they, they could be my, like, like every single day of this relationship. I'm like, oh my God, this is it? This is awful. No, I can't. No, it's amazing. No, I can't it's floss awful. in front of you? Don't floss in front of me. I don't want to see. You fucking floss in you, front I, of me. Don't you put that floss you away. Put that, don't, I don't want to see. See it. I don't want to see a string near no. your face. Even seeing my cat's whiskers remind me of floss, and that <laughs> pisses me off. We're off. gonna cut them all off. Cut floss, them. no floss. <laughs> Where did I see you last time? Was it was it the Emmys? I think I saw you. The, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was Which, wearing a, wearing a very uncomfortable dress. What did you did you present a thing? I did. I don't even remember what I presented. But Were you yeah. nervous? No. Really? No. Yeah, I wasn't nervous. I no. was nervous. Yeah, you were. What did you do? I presented, presented? an award. Yeah. Yeah. But I was nervous. Yeah. Well, you always feel like a bit of it. It's just it's so ridiculous. It's I feel weird, like, right? It's really weird. I always like leave my body a little bit and go, oh yes, this is like the most important holiday in in Hollywood. <laughs> These, you know what I mean? Like, let's all. I, it is strange. I always think of it like as an alien or future generations or centuries looking back on us the way we anthropologically the way we look back on the Egyptians or and they thought it was you know interesting to put you know dark charcoal on their eyes and right. they, they were buried with their pets and we still worship cats we still worship cats or i do anyway um and then like but that you know and, and you know, humans of the late 20th and early 21st century who had you know put sil- silicone implants in their rest they, <laughs> they stuffed a... they cut their skin and stuffed things inside Didn't they realize that was they poisoning thought, their bodies was, they thought no. it was attractive yes. and similarly like and humans also like to gather together and award each other and clap and like do you know what I mean and say you did a good job like it is interesting if you just think of like we're these strange species it is it is really strange clapping going yeah well because we in this business there are so few there are so few markers that tell you whether or not right. you're doing okay or yeah. whether or not you're and doing... And you still desire it. Believe me, by the, time, by the way, I would be like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Crying. Thank you. I would like yeah. to thank my boyfriend for not flossing. Thank you for never flossing in front of me. Yeah. But it is interesting that desire to be acknowledged, and, and but now the pie is divided like so many different ways. We oh, have like, yeah, an yeah, award yeah. show every day of the week. Yeah. Like there's just... And which one do you? It's ridiculous. Who else is nominated? You know, like yeah. which uh, yeah, it's everyone's. Like, it's it's so, all in relation it's to really everyone else. Weird. It's so creepy. It's so creepy. But I think. Uh, but it's still fun. You know, it's silly yeah. and fun. It's silly and fun. But pageantry we- is silly and fun. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It is. Yeah, and some of it's really like as much as I resent it or something. I'm like, oh, oh, it's like kind of like oh, they get to see all my friends. You know, that is a good excuse to. Because especially the busier people get, the only time you ever really hang out is for work reasons. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer, but that's the way it is. Because you don't really think to schedule, like, 
ah, you know, I could go home tonight and have dinner with a bunch of my friends, or I could just get into bed because I'm tired and I'm cranky and I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna make a recommendation for you, please. Sunday dinner. What? One night a week, just have a dinner party. Okay. Or go to somebody else's house and say you should have the Sunday dinner, and I will attend. It's Sixteen a weeks nice out of the year, thing. I have to talk about zombies on Sunday nights. But any oh, other time, town. any other time of the year, I will. I will do a Sunday. That's night when dinner. you do the okay. Un- All right. But I will. But be zombie dinner. Zombie dinner. Dinner with zombie. Dinner I with zombie friends. I used to do Sunday dinner around the Sopranos. We just do like baked ziti, or it was always an Italian thing. And then you watch the, you know, and that's it. Baked ziti. Yeah. Are you? you are you Italian? Your mom? I'm half Italian. Your yeah. mom Italian? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Angela. Mine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are, are you Italian Irish? No, I'm Italian. <laughs> Not that unholy combination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those <mean>. dogs, <laughs> the dogs that made the beast with two backs in no, New Jersey. I wish I even knew. You know, my dad. <laughs> My dad's lineage is um, is some sort of like or basically rednecks. Like there were these Anglo mutts that somehow made their way from you know Scotland, Northern England to yeah. Hardwick sounds British, Appalachia, or like or down in Alabama. Yeah. Like they, I think they settled in Alabama, maybe not Appalachia, mm-hmm. down in Alabama, and they were just fucking like hillbillies or rednecks. They, uh, <laughs> you come from a long line of slave owners, which is, no, I think, no, cool. yeah, no, you do. I don't, yes, don't say it's that. so cool. I, don't I think it's, it's great that you cool. own it no, and acknowledge it. I don't, I'm kidding. I've never I'm totally said. kidding. Let me go on record and say I just lied about Chris on this podcast. <laughs> oh I'm just I am just, like, I'm lying, but it's true. He's <laughs> a major backpedaled. He's, he's repedaled forward. I did. I, uh, no, of course not. That's terrible. Why I've would I never, say such a thing? I don't know. Because I'm an evil person. <laughs> evil is good sometimes. You so. know what? I do feel like we are, um, yeah, we're in a, uh, uh, I, I don't even know. You have to be evil. To I think, I think you need, I you think have you to need, be a little evil you need to traces be funny. of evil and also be traces of evil to sort of survive the 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 business like you need a little bit of evil the, to be able to laugh at it. Or just about the world. I think that is the one thing that I I I feel like I love the worldwide internet. I also feel like it's this crazy reactionary lynch mob that's like always has their torch ready to like point ah and that's like a group of characters like and they all go, go like five feet to the right yeah I don't like that and then they're like yeah, I don't like that either and they just keep moving right and left to like to they're say all, what they don't all, like it's all, all the time. Show Bob. He yeah. said he didn't like Canadians. Get yeah. him. Ah, yeah. And you're like, hold like on. Canadians. Isn't like, you know, or, okay, let me just jump, jump ship here for a minute. This is what, in terms of humor and joking, I am amazed at how much you can get away with in animation. Is why is it that the rules for animation are completely different? Because South Park, all of it, you can fucking be the most racist, homophobic, make the worst slurs. You can do everything, and we love it. But you can't do that. On you can no longer be even a modicum of that. You can't do all in the family. Well, just think you about can't do because it's not in real life. Like think about how like they used to get away with. Really biting, biting social satire and like comics and car- cartoons, like or New Yorker cartoons or yeah. or the Playboy cartoons, right. you know, that were big in the seventies. Like it's, but it's almost like what, what? <laughs> like shh, don't talk about it, but look at this. It's like look at my, look at the film. Look at it. Yeah, you've yeah. seen enough. But I, I'm kind of amazed. I mean, what you know, Seth and, and Matt and Trey, like you can do anything, and it's awesome because that needs to be. You're like ah, let's like it's like. Let it, let it out. Let the like like no. I, I don't. To, to that's vent, part of vent, humor. Vent Maybe it's because uh, I grew up like youngest of five in an Irish Italian Catholic family. So we, we you have to laugh and were make you fun all of brothers or sisters or two girls and um no three girls and two boys. 
Now I'm going to get in trouble. See, I am. This podcast has me in trouble. Like I'm in trouble with the bats of Tucson. Seriously. I'm in trouble. Because you outed them for jerking off at the museum. <laughs> in front of children, <laughs> no less. These bats are perverts. They're bad. They're perverted. They they're... walk around in a cape. They... <laughs> <laughs> Exposing themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the sound of a, a bat jerking up. <laughs> didn't realize. Yeah, that's the sound. I, it just didn't occur to me that a bat would jerk off, but I guess they. Guess know, what? They're allowed. They would. What are they gonna do? My God, watch TV. Oh, there's nothing for them to do. There's one show they could watch, Batman. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they gave up on True Blood ages ago because oh. the show jumped the shark after season oh, four. Oh, it's such BS. It's total bats, bullshit. The bats won't watch it anymore. The bats will not watch it. Nope. <laughs> they went back That's... to their jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a bat jerk off now. Can you see there's a YouTube video of a, a bat jerking off? Tiny box of Kleenex in there. Tiny <laughs> box of Kleenex. What, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Call the 800 number. This is abuse. No, don't. You don't have to look it up. Don't look it up. You don't have to look it up. I'm sure you're going to look it up. He's going to look it up right now. <laughs> I'm funny? in trouble I, with everybody. I'm in trouble computer. with everyone. I think it'd be funny if she was like, really? And then I looked at her computer and like a guy is fisting two horses at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, I don't want to look up that. <laughs> I can't believe you said a guy fisting two horses. Now you're going to be in trouble with the fisters and the horses. What? Yes. The horses are going to rise The fisting up community, me. you're going to be like, hold on a second. Fisting community. <laughs> I am a fisty, and I really didn't appreciate. I didn't like it. What you said. I didn't like it. Yeah, this is like your fist. It sounds like you're fist shaming and horse shaming, and I don't appreciate that at all. You need to stop. You need to stop it's fist a shaming. Cycle of fisting and horse shame. Oh, the cycle of fisting. Your There's new gonna, book yeah, by the Kate horse Walsh. police. The cycle of fisting, <laughs> like this. And you're on your. Yeah, but it's not your. Yeah, it's not mine though. It's somebody else's. Oh, but that was the cover of uh, Tina Fey's book, mm. Bossy Pants. Mm-hmm. It was literally. Was that book about fisting? I feel like it I... was. Oh, okay. A long a chronicle of fisting. It was mm-hmm. really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Really? Every chapter. Really fascinating. <laughs> you don't have to read the book. <laughs> you don't have to. Just know that's what it is. Tina's famous for talking about that. That's why it was so groundbreaking. <laughs> it was groundbreaking. No celebrity had like, ever Tina come out Faye? before. She's what? such a way with words and oh. Such a way with those things. It's she's incredible. Are you really on, powerful? Are you, are you on Twitter? I am. Are I'm, you just at Kate Walsh? I'm at Kate Walsh. You yeah, it's good. pretty easy to find. Are you going to do more? Uh, are you going to do, do more comedy stuff? Produce more stuff? Right. I stuff? want to. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm going to do. I think this little animated series, uh, uh, but about about cats, <laughs> which I'm very <laughs> excited about. Um, and then I don't know. I got to do. Yeah, I got to do more comedy. You know, good. I do love. I like performing live. I started doing little bits. Like I'm not, um, you know, fancy or really vet- talented, but I really started doing little storytelling bits with Arden and stuff. Yeah. She wrote me into it. Like, uh, yeah, like so. It. I just miss that. I miss it in New York. I'm, you know, you do plays. You have that that little communion. Do you still do? You're doing a lot of stand. Do you still do a lot of stand up? Mm-hmm. You feel like you have to, right? I want to. I mean, have to for need. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like you got to get out there and talk yeah. to people, right? Because yeah, there's a communion then, that happens that I feel that is just there's no other place to get it. Nope. Yeah. And and you can't. And it's obnoxious to do it in public places that where you're just at the store and then you just start. <laughs> you make people your audience. No. Nope. Yeah. They do no. not appreciate a gorilla mm. comedy show. No. I mean, I think they would appreciate if a gorilla came in and did stand up. Yeah. I don't think they appreciate gorilla. Uh, you don't want Guerilla. They don't want Guerilla no. comedy show. <laughs> they don't really want you to have a Guerilla comedy show in Los Angeles. 
No, no not los analistas. No. No. They don't like it at the Gelsons. Like, they Gelsons. Or Jans. Or Jans. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It does get that, it does scratch that itch. And when you are on stage, it's that like, oh, this, yeah, I need this, I need this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I tour a lot, and it sounds like you were actually doing stand-up. I was. Live storytelling I, yeah, 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 yeah. I started, and then I stopped when the show got really busy. I, but I had to do it. Like I, oh, I had a funny experience where because I, I would go and do my filthy little bits over at like flappers at the side room yep. or whatever, or like like even some dare I say sometimes the main stage. And I, I was really like, this is just for me. This art's like it's for you, it's just for you. Who cares? I'm like yeah, it's just for me. And then one day I was sitting there, and Whitney Cummings, who's a pal of mine. Mm-hmm. comes rolling in I was like it was, I, I felt like I had been busted like outed at my weird perv club or something and she's sitting across me she's like I, I felt like that bat and she's like what are you doing here I'm like nothing I'm not doing anything and she's like She's like, well, no, what do you? I'm like, I'm just doing this little thing. It's just for me. She's like, really? Because I do it for like, you know, like, <laughs> like for real, for like a living, for like what, thousands you, and you thousands were, of people. I was like, the bat jerking off. I was story. totally the bat jerking off. Yeah, I was like, I was the bat. I got caught um, with my bat pants down. Um, but but no, I um, but that's the only way I can like get over my anxiety and phobia of it. Let's go. You know what? I don't have to be. Chris Hardwick. I don't have to <laughs> no, be. You don't I don't have, have to be Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. I don't have to be. <laughs> Oprah can be the honey. Oprah can be the honey in your ceiling. Oh, the honey in the ceiling. Let's get back to that. What did you do? Did you harvest it? Did you get no, it cleaned it was, out? I think they it's, just cleaned it up. On, it was got, old. Like it, it was like a. It was a dead colony. It's a dead colony. That's mm-hmm. in, bees in the ceiling. That's kind of like Amityville horror. Oh yeah, I guess. I yeah, really it's a little like yeah, but it's cool. If the phone rings and I answer the phone and then bees fly out of the phone, then I'll then I'll then be fucking know. serious trouble. Then, then you I know, know the house then is you know. haunted by some evil grudge spirit or yeah. something. Uh, Do you like horror films? Love them. What's your favorite all time? Oh well, uh, <sighs> Shaun of the Dead's pretty great. Amityville Horror is great. The Shaun Shining of the Dead's is great, great, but it's Shaun of the Dead's funny. But right? it's a horror movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Phantasm, and, I like. Uh, um, see, I liked the, the Shining. That the was Shining, the first great. one that I ever saw as a kid, and I really wasn't allowed to. But my uh, my parents were divorced, and my dad took me. It was it went under the clause of guilty dad stuff. Like, like I feel guilty about the divorce, so I'm going to give you more candy than usual. And we're going to go see a film see about a guy R. who tries to kill his family. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see a, the most terrifying <laughs> film ever made, other than, I guess, the, I, I was too young for like The Exorcist. That wasn't my jam. But Oh, The Exorcist is so good. Is it really good? So Does it hold good. up? Yes. It, well, you don't think it holds up, Kyle? Absolutely never really? Like, you didn't buy it at all? I don't think I had any Catholic upbringing, and so the idea of like, religious terror and stuff, I'm like, Well, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You know what scares me? Ghosts and shit scare me. Ghosts. Ghosts and shit, I don't yeah. need, like, gore. I don't need torture porn. That No, I can't watch, like, Saw and all that. That's not my jam. I do love haunting, so, mm-hmm. ha- you know? And then I realized at a young age that it was the music, largely. Because I remember I'd watch movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you put the sound down, not so scary. Yeah, at if you put all. Uh, it's like the music. A, if you put like a Wilson Phillips on during yeah. a horror movie, it's not. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next... Wilson Phillips. <laughs> 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 Someone's getting killed. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> uh, let's see what what else do I like? What other sort of ghosty? I remember there was a movie called Ghost Story, which I don't know if it would hold up now, but old, it was. Old movie. Yeah. Remember that? That was like, what's that? Yeah, oh, it is. Now I want to watch it. I wonder if it holds up. I just remember like it that Anna Krieg or whatever this actress was. She's a beautiful British actress, and you were like, and she looked very ghostly. Um, she was good. 
It was good. It was really scary, guys. It was pretty scary. Uh-huh. The others was good, although it was not it wasn't super scary. But it was oh fun. yeah, was yeah, that was, was a fun good. Ghost movie, yeah. That I also fun, the ring also scared the fuck fun, out no, of me. No, you're the ghost movies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we're being haunted the, by ghosts. The, no, the person the coming ghost. out of the TV, yeah. or also that scares me, like the little girls in The Shining. But the girl with the like that that's like got the hair hanging yeah. down in the front, and that sort of just creeps towards you. Yeah, like because like, they're it was that scary. No, those were all offshoots of like that and The Grudge. You know, Ringu and, yeah. and The Grudge. They were just offshoots of like really fucked up, creepy Japanese horror. Yeah imagery japanese like japanese and korean horror are pretty fucked up yeah fun fun fucked up yeah um let's see any other ghost stories that i've seen lately no this 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 lady i didn't see any horror fan oh really the lady the lady lady um which lady were you going for because you could go once twice three times a lady lady that one so you didn't pick any of the no. popular ones. <laughs> Did you think that was just my internal? This is why I can't sing or do karaoke. No, who was that? It was a band, you know, because you're my lady. Isn't that it? Or is it? I could be like momming out here. Sounds like uh, sounds like Kenny Rogers. No. You're my lady. No, it was. There was a little boom, river band, but it was like a big. It was almost like sticks. So lady. Oh. oh, lady. Yes, yeah, sticks. Lady. It's sticks, sticks right? Yeah. Thank you. I'm not... Okay. Thank you. Lady. Hey, Rogers has you, lady. Just couldn't, you couldn't recognize that? Lady. Yeah. You're my thump and I love you. Yeah. Hear me. Whoa, 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 love. Yeah. You're... You're my lady. Go, go, go. Yes. Oh, Yep, yeah, we got it. Thank you. I'm so glad because I am that lady. That lady, no shit. Um, who sings I call the that wrong game? I call that game "Pick Up Sticks," <laughs> where you start singing a stick song and then a bunch of other people jump in. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That is good. Yep. Ding ding. Um, shit, Kate. We're we're at the end of the podcast. Are we at the end? And you are so fucking funny. And I thank really, you. Will you. Please come back on at midnight and please come on the podcast. Yeah, hunt me down like a wild oh, animal. Shit, I will. Don't kill me. Just photograph me. <laughs> <laughs> the only shooting will take place with my iPhone thick plus. Yeah. No guns. No guns. I just just ten megapixels. <laughs> I don't know. Is the iPhone six plus ten? Is it ten megapixels? I don't know. Ten, twelve. You don't really need much really? more than that, actually, unless you really want to blow a picture up real big. Um, but it's eight megapixels. Nice try, Kyle. You got one thing wrong on the podcast. Kyle. What do you? By the way, what's happening here? Are you writing a song? Show notes. Oh, okay. And then what do you do? Do you edit? Nope, not really. No, you just let this baby roll. Nah, I mean, we had to edit. I had to edit out all the times you said the N-word. <laughs> I can't believe you. Why would you edit that? I told you. My people told you. She's going to come on. And she's going to fucking go nuts. She thinks she's like a rapper. She doesn't know who is. She's like in a fever dream. When, she, when she's rolling, you don't you just like let her go. She believes she was reincarnated, that she was once a Nazi and like ran a camp. She's crazy, man. Let she's her go. Crazy. Do not, whatever you do, don't edit her. Don't. If she starts talking about oldie you have time to let her south, think about it. especially if you start getting into genealogy and where you're from, don't. watch out because yeah, she will fuck, she'll go nuts. Kate is sort of like the plot of Shutter <laughs> Island. Like we have to just play out the scenario and let her think that. She, let, let her go. Let her go. Just let her go. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Kate, well, is there anything Thank you want to promote? Or what? I know I have nothing. Well, okay, I will say this. When is this coming on? Is this coming on? Yeah, like a couple of weeks. A okay, month so something. in January, Thursday nights at nine, we have the remaining four episodes of Bad Judge. I encourage everyone to watch it because they're really funny. You know who's a really bad judge? NBC for canceling that show. Ding ding. Fuck that. Yeah. All right. They're out of order. You're what? <laughs> I did it. I did it. But I would watch that, and then I don't know. I'll have some other stuff doing going. You know. Good. Do something. Yeah. Anytime. 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 Thank you. Good to see you, Kate. Good to see you. Enjoy your burrito, everybody. You're my lady, which I have on my iPhone. Okay, so we need to get into the rocking part. There we go. Those fucking Dennis DeYoung harmonies. <laughs> Dropping mad harms. So good. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is win or go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges. They will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freebie or Prime Video. 